Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, people of all ages, races, sexes, religions, morals, and beliefs. Um, this is the podcast where we question everything, where we know nothing. It's a thought stimulator. It is Balls Deep with Jakey fucking P. Welcome back, guys. And so today we are going to get into um, just a few thoughts that I've had. I've just sort of jotted a whole bunch of things down. And um, yeah, sort of just want to get us stuck into it. Um, give you a little bit of update with me. I have sort of been uh, been like sitting around and just contemplating a lot lately. Been a lot of um, a lot of thought on my my behalf. I'm having to do a lot of a lot more yoga than normal. A lot more um, you know recovery work because I've sort of hurt one of my knees in the last few weeks and it's really really been bugging me. But it is starting to get better. I um, never been seriously hurt before, so I sort of freaked out a little bit when I woke up and couldn't really walk. Um, one morning and and then you know let it rest it for a couple of days and then I went for a run a few days later when it was feeling fine and then I like really couldn't put any weight through it or pick my foot up off the ground so um, it was a bit of a wake up call for me a bit of a wake up uh, as in like maybe I'm not doing enough work to recover maybe I'm I'm sort of not paying attention to little niggles and pains too much you know maybe maybe on the other end of the spectrum I'm just being a bit of a pussy so who knows like you, you know just you never want to seriously hurt yourself because you can sort of push through pain and push through pain. But when you're not training for a professional sport or anything like that, it's sort of, there's no point pushing through it. Like just rest a little bit. Um, I've come to realize like I'm sort of one of those people that will just, okay, I'm a little bit sore. Like just keep going. Don't, don't stress about it. Don't, you know, don't worry about it. Just keep going. You'll be, you'll be all right. Like, and I've, cause I've always been one of those people since like leaving school and starting in the gym and stuff. Um, one of those people that sort of prides myself on my physical abilities, on my, you know, my athletic abilities and my, you know, um, I guess to myself, like feeling sexy and, and looking at myself in the mirror and thinking, damn, you look good. Like, and, uh, you know, so it's been a big deal for me and it is, uh, it's quite hard to, to sort of just have to rest up. Like I still went to the gym and was, you know, doing stuff that I could do without having to, you know, put excess pressure through my knee. So I was mostly just bro lifting while I was sitting down, you know, a bit of bench press, bit of, you know, <laughs> training arms, which I never, ever do anymore, you know, some seated overhead press, that sort of stuff. But enough to put a whole lot of pressure through my knees, but I could still keep peace of mind with, uh, you know, with training and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's actually been really hard for me mentally. So it's actually prepared me kind of well for if I do seriously hurt myself. Um, but like I said, it's feeling a lot better now. Like I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent, but um, doing a lot of gentle, low impact um, DDP yoga has been uh, really good for me because obviously you can go with with DDPY, you can go from as easy to as hard as you want. So many different workouts, um, but yeah, like it is, it's incredible how much better it's feeling. And like, because I'm one of those people that like, no, nah, I don't need a scan, I don't need this. I only, I'll just fucking you know rest it up and, and try to do my own rehab. It's a bit of um, probably a bit of ignorance on my part to be honest with you. Um, it is, yeah, it's not, a uh, not ideal. I'm going to say for, for a lot of people that are, you know, athletes and, and that kind of thing, which, um, it kind of got me into, uh, into what I wanted to talk about today. I've just sort of jotted a whole bunch of notes down. And, um, so I wanted to sort of dip into strength and conditioning for MMA and combat sports more specifically, uh, just because I have been, um, I've always been interested in combat sports. I've always, even before I started jiu-jitsu, I was watching UFC and stuff. Obviously, now I understand a lot more things a lot better. But um, 
but yes, yeah, so I sort of wanted to delve into that, especially, you know, obviously people dealing with injuries and whatnot and like all the, you know, the, the lifting background that I, the, the bro science background that I've, um, you know, started training with and then to go moving to CrossFit and all that kind of thing. And, um, you know, all these different thought processes, all these different people I follow on Instagram and all these different advices that I've seen and been given and all these things that I've learned in my personal training course. Um, and there's so many different things that you can, um, attribute to, like, I don't have any certificates other than my fucking personal training certificate, but I do know a lot. I've tried and tested a lot of stuff on myself, uh, on JB, on, you know, other clients and stuff like that. So, um, obviously I'm no expert, but like I, you know, the way I train is for like, you know, I see it translate to jujitsu and the way that I see other guys at jujitsu train translates to their jujitsu. And it's, and it's all really, really interesting. Um, but then you, you sort of, you know, it begs the question, like, what is the ideal sort of, uh, workout for, you know, MMA combat sport? Cause at the end of the day, MMA is sort of the, the holy grail of fighting. Like it, it involves everything, attributes striking and, you know, grappling and, you know, uh, so it's ground standing clinch. Like it's just, you know, everything can, uh, essentially. But like, what's, what's the perfect medium? What's the perfect, the ratio of, of strength to power, to endurance, to speed, to agility, to mobility. Now, mobility, essentially you can have with everything. So if you're super, super mobile, you can be, you can, you, you, mobility doesn't impact anything else. If anything, it helps you, you can be, you're stronger through a further range of motion and all that kind of stuff. Um, but what about if you've got more conditioning? Like if you do a lot of running or a lot of like cardio endurance based workouts for your strength and conditioning during a camp, are you going to come in really, really well conditioned? You can go the full three rounds or the full five rounds or the full two rounds or however many rounds you're going for. Um, but will you necessarily be as strong or as powerful as you were when you sort of did a lot more power and, and plyometric work as opposed to, you know, running, pounding the pavement and just smashing conditioning workouts. Um, I know there's some freak guys out there that just have natural power that's just one touch and you're asleep. Or, you know, those freak grapplers that can just fucking hold you down and you think, shit, this is what it's like to be under someone who's ridiculously strong. Somebody who's just born better than me and trains harder than me. Um, so, yeah, it's... It's like, what is that perfect medium? What is that perfect, that, that perfect, um, you know, that perfect goal of, okay, I'm going to do this many technique sessions this week and there's going to be this many sparring sessions. Okay. So I need to work out my strength and conditioning. Obviously most people have a coach for it. Um, but what is ideal? I think they're still trying to work that out, especially in combat sports, because every other sport you sort of, you know what you're going to be doing, um, you know everything that's that's going to happen in a game. Like if you're training for football, Australian rules football, you're going to be running a lot back and forth. Sometimes you need a sprint. Um, sometimes you need a tackle. So it's a little bit of explosive stuff. But, um, you know, if you're playing tennis, it's constantly back and forth, back and forth. You don't really need to do a whole lot of long-distance running because essentially you're not going to be doing any long-distance running in tennis. So it's going to be a lot of short, sharp, explosive movements. 
Um, but yeah, when it comes to combat sports, it's, it's so different because MMA, you could spend a whole, obviously again, like if you're a boxer, we know what's going to be happening. If you're a jiu-jitsu guy, like if we, you're just fighting jiu-jitsu, we know what is going to be happening. But in MMA, you could be clinched against the cage for the whole 15 minutes and just fucked by the end of it because you didn't train for that. Or you could be, you know, you could just be standing up and striking from a distance for the whole three rounds. Or it could be a mix of, you know, striking and clinching. Or maybe somebody is going to take you down and you're going to end up on your fucking ass. And then, uh, you know, you think shit and the whole fight, you're fighting off your back or, you, you know, scrambling and not using a whole lot, you will be using explosive energy, but you will need to be using a lot of strength as well to, to hold positions and keep positions and, and just hold muscle contractions for a very long time. Um, so, you know, there's, there's the, it begs the question of, okay, do I, I need to work strength, but I also need to work plyo. Okay. But then I also need to work my conditioning as well, because this whole fight is going to be very tolling and the the bigger my heart is, the more blood my heart can pump out, which means more oxygen in my muscles. Um, and essentially that just means, you know, essentially a better performance, less, less stress on your body. Obviously it's going to be fairly stressed out as it is, but, um, yeah, like, so, and, and again, it's going to be considered, you're going to be considering their body type, like are they a heavyweight. Okay. Maybe we, maybe we try and trick them and we, we go for a lot of cardio for heavyweight. Um, cause if you know, if you're still a fairly big boy and you're just going to be a heavyweight anyway, just like, like, um, you know, Roy Nelson or something just never tried to lose that weight. He was just like, fuck it. I'm just gonna, just gonna fucking polax cunts with, with this right hand that was ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so he, like just this as an example, like someone like Mark Hunt, you could tell he never did a lot of running or anything like that because his power was so detrimental that bang, one punch, gone. Um, people like Stipe, Stipe Miocic is, is ridiculous in terms of cardio as well by the seams of it. Like he just wrestled fucking Ganu for, for ages and then, you know, but like his fight with DC, you can get, you can get knocked out in the first round and you did all this training for nothing. So maybe you should have trained, um, you know, more skill as opposed to maybe you did too much strength and conditioning or something like that. You know what I mean? So there's so many questions and so many things that need to be taken into account. And then obviously feedback of the, the athlete and feedback of, you know, um, uh, of, you know, the reflection of their training, are they training hard this day? Okay. Maybe we won't train as hard the next day and all this kind of stuff. And there's so many questions that need to be taken into account. And, and maybe you're doing too much skill work. Is there, is there ever too much skill work? Like a, cause you're training fighting. So you know that you're going to be fighting. And, um, and at the end of the day, fighting is fighting. So like it translates directly, but doing strength and conditioning, like you need to do a little bit of that. Otherwise your body, your body needs to remain strong to be able to keep doing this. So, you know, maybe you've just, maybe you've got, if you add more strength and conditioning, you've got to add more recovery and you've got to add, you know, ice baths and cryo and sauna or, you know, upping your food intake. Obviously there's a very fine line with people that are cutting weight and trying to cut down to a weight class that, you know, is difficult to get to, um, which again is a, a really a really big question of, of should it keep should it keep happening should it keep going you know um but yeah or or if you're just like a, a bantamweight that's got you know just ridiculous cardio and you know that you can always rely on that like do you 
lay off the condition like the, the cardio a little bit when you're when you're in your your camp leading up to your fight and do you focus on like just throwing bombs if you if you're just working on that explosive power and just going for it because um, obviously it's very it was, I mean not maybe not so much these days because there's so many fights around but you know back in the day there was I feel like there was never really uh, like most fights won't end in a knockout in like bantamweight or flyweight or something like that obviously there are a lot of fights that do but um, again, we're talking about like guys that have freak power or guys that train it a lot. Obviously genetics is a big thing that's going to play into it. Whether, you know, like I said before, you're going to train for, for, for such and such. Um, but yeah, so it's, it just begging the questions, just stimulating thoughts. Like what is the, the perfect, um, ratio and everything's going to work differently for everybody, like for, for everyone. Um, but yeah, do you change it up every camp for one certain fighter and go, okay, we had really, really good cardio for, for that last fight, but it didn't last very long. Like your last three fights have finished in the first two minutes. So maybe, maybe we just, we keep conditioning at, you know, like a baseline level, you know, you sort of maintain it, but let's increase that power more. So maybe we can just keep this sort of streak going or you know, whatever, like, but this whole time, obviously you can, if you, with plyo, you can still have mobility with cardio, you can still have mobility, but, um, I feel like the more cardio you have, maybe the less power you're going to have, or maybe the more power you have, the less cardio you're going to have. Maybe that's not necessarily linked, but if you look at, look at other performance based sports, you won't see power lifters doing a whole lot of running or anything like that because they want to focus on maximal strength, maximal power. They want to be able to deadlift that fucking bar off the ground with as much force as possible to drive as much weight up as possible with obviously correct technique and form because if you don't do it with that, you're just going to ruin yourself. But yeah, so you know what I mean? So is, is that or must be the same balance for combat sports athletes? Like is there... Um, like when John Jones come back against, uh, OSP after, you know, a long time off and he was, you know, doing all that powerlifting and lifting so many weights and stuff. And people thought he didn't look as good in that fight as he had looked in prior fights. So many blamed it on ring rust, many blamed it on that, the powerlifting, and, you know, so you, like, like I was saying before, you, a tennis player needs short, sharp movements, you know, involving the whole body because that's what they're doing. They're not, you're not going to see them really doing heavy, heavy squats or heavy fucking, you know, deadlifts and bench press and stuff. They need, that's not ideal for your joints. And they really need joint strength, especially in their ankles, especially in their knees, especially in their wrists and their elbows. Um, so, you know, you need to keep all these things in mind. Um, everything is sport specific. Obviously you need to train movements that are going to translate. But again, like with MMA, you just don't know what movements you're going to need. You don't know what movement patterns you are going to need. You, you know, the, the fight could go completely one way, but you, you know, you could, could just stay standing because you can't get the guy to the ground, but all you did for, for primarily in your, your camp was training, wrestling and jujitsu and you're like okay my striking's all right but like we're gonna get this to the ground we're gonna finish it on the ground or do you train a perfect medium of everything and you, you know what i mean like even even if your wrestling skills are lacking you still train your wrestling and jujitsu as much as as you're striking um and obviously the only thing that people can do is experiment and and you know find out through uh, anecdotal feedback and all that kind of stuff so there's so many questions and I mean, obviously you've heard me preach about CrossFit already a little bit, but CrossFit and MMA, I wonder how well that works together because you can sort of manipulate the training to emulate whatever you would like. 
you can you can have the training emulate you know let's just go hard in the paint and we'll do some dumbbell clean and jerks with um box jump burpees and like 20 uh, you know like uh, calories on the the ski erg or something to just sort of have swing a metcon together and it just ends up being ridiculous and you know you can manipulate the rounds you can manipulate the reps and all that sort of stuff so um is that a good way of translating it or do you focus on just doing you know really explosive box jumps to help with takedown offense and have big rests in between each rep or do you do a perfect mix of both um you can't or do you you know the dude you go really good box jumps for explosiveness um, but not mix it up into like a circuit and then you you do a whole lot of running for some conditioning or you know any of that kind of stuff so um obviously i'm no scientist and maybe if someone somehow listens to this you can get back to me or dm me or slide in there and just just be like hey this is what we've been doing or you know i'm sure there's a you know, maybe some studies I could find out on the the internet, but um, I just want something for you guys all to think about, especially you guys that are into strength and conditioning and into exercise and all that kind of stuff. Um, You know, what is specific for your sport? What is specific for you? What is, you know, going to be ideal for your sport? Um, If you are a, a, let's say a golfer, are you going to be doing heavy clean and jerks? Like, do you really need that? You know, should be doing a lot of mobility stuff. That's for sure. You should be doing a lot of yoga in my opinion. Um, you know, you should be doing a lot of core work, but you know, who knows what works best for you? What are your genetics like? Um, yeah. So maybe I should look up more science of that stuff, but you know, at the end of the day, it's my, this is my opinion and people that I've helped train and train with, and you know, I know what they're doing. I'm like, Oh, okay. This is interesting. Interesting approach. Do you just go balls out in like bro lifting and just increase the lactic acid threshold in your muscles and just get ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so, um, on that note, guys, I'm going to, going to get out of here and just sort of bouncing some stuff off you guys. So I'll get back to you next week, uh, with balls deep with JKP. I hope all of you have a fucking awesome day, a wicked week, um, crush whatever you are doing. Don't forget to be mindful. Don't forget to be thoughtful. Always, always reflect on, on things that you get angry about, especially things that you snap about. Uh, it's been something big that I've been trying to do myself lately. So yeah, on that note, guys, um, if you're listening to me in the car, you pay attention to that traffic. If you're listening to me at home, um, sit back and relax. But yeah, I um, hope you guys have a great week. Peace.